Hello, welcome to the Empowered Empath podcast. Today, we're talking about one of our most important tools that we have at our um, dispense, and that's boundaries. So boundaries may be a new concept to you, or it may be old hat. And I hope that no matter what side of the spectrum you're on and everything in between that you will um, gain even more insight on ways to practice and practice as a new person or practice as a seasoned vet at this very, very important skill of boundaries. Um, I have so much I want to say about boundaries and I may just come back and you know, talk more about it. But what I want to start with, with boundaries is usually when I talk to people who are having trouble exercising, practicing a boundary, it's because they are afraid of um, how they're going to feel when they're practicing the boundary they're afraid of how the other person is going to feel or think about them. They're afraid of how the other person is going to think about them. And then they will have a thought and feeling about that that will then make them feel bad. Does this sound familiar? Um, I know this story oh so well. Oh so well. I, I lived most of my life without boundaries. Um, and 20 years ago, I think I said this in the last episode, uh, when 20 years ago, when I really dove into, um, let's see, like, how do I, what do I want to call it? The health and wellness sphere, the spirituality sphere, the energy work sphere. When I dove into that, um, I dove into that head first with no boundaries and I found very fast that, um, you know, the spirituality sphere is not a, an altruistic place. And in fact, it's a wonderful place for predators to hide because um, just like anywhere else in the world, um, people who do not have boundaries end up becoming prey. And that sounds kind of intense coming out of my mouth, but as someone who has been prey, like in a lot of little ways, but also pretty heavily for two years um, when I was in that cult experience. Um, It, 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 I mean, that's what ends up happening. And, and, or you, we, when we don't have boundaries, another thing that can happen is we tend to hide ourselves from the world because we are so afraid of practicing this skill around other people Um, because it does take courage and it does take practice and it does take feeling weird over and over and over again. And here's the thing I want to offer to you. As long as you don't make feeling weird bad, then you're fine. Then you can do this over and over and over again and become amazing at it in your own unique, beautiful way. Um, Another thing that happens when we don't practice this skill of boundaries is we keep saying yes when we mean no. And what happens 
when we say yes and we mean no? I'm, can you guess? I'm, I think that you guessed it correct. We develop resentment. Like, like this is generations, guys. Because if you're um, female, I mean, that's something that's been passed down our lineage of women women people pleasers recovering people pleaser in the house over here um yeah saying yes when you mean no that is a skill to practice um alchemizing and i see it now i've come to the place now in my um evolution where i see it as a great honor like sometimes the things that i do and choose to do in my life as a mother of two young children as a wife of to a husband like this very like this family you could have copied and pasted you know this man woman two boys you know 200 years ago and there's so much that i have the opportunity to do now that my ancestors didn't get to do 200 years ago now um like i i just i feel a lot of pride and in in the opportunities that I have now as a woman in 2023. Um, and I just realized as I'm talking, I wonder if my, I wonder if I have an alarm that's going to go off. I just want to turn, if I do, I want to turn it off. Yep. I do. I'm going to turn it off so that I can make sure to talk to you uninterrupted. Okay. Um, so, um, going back to feeling really grateful for this. So, um, 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 feeling grateful, alchemizing the bloodline. That's what we are all doing here. Um, yeah, well that part left my head now. So here's what, let, let's just get into a little bit of the nitty gritty. Let's define what it, what it means. What does it mean to practice boundaries? Okay. Let's give a definition. First of all, a boundary. My boundary is always about me and what I am going to do. My boundary is never about you and what you should do. Okay? My boundary is about me, what I'm going to do with my body and my energetic system. It is never about you and what you should do with your body, your mind, your thoughts, your energetic system. Okay? So here is a um, fill in the blank for that, that you can practice out there when you get to the spot of wanting to practice this audibly, which I, my personal opinion about practicing this audibly with other people is if you're not an abusive, if you are not in an abusive situation to, um, practice by yourself first and with deeply with like the people that you trust the most, like if, if you have a trusted partner or a trusted sibling or, or friend, like practice with yourself and those people first so that when you go out and do it with somebody a little bit new, maybe it's a new friend, maybe it's, you know, I don't know, whatever, whoever the new person is in your life, um, you'll kind of have some groundwork under your feet. So here's the thing. Here's the fill in the blank template. Are you ready? here for a boundary. And this is one way of thinking about a boundary. There's so many ways to do it. So I always, always invite you, invite you to make this your own. So if you blank, then I will 
blank. So this is more of a boundary, like when you need to be a little bit more firm, obviously, right? Like, for example, if you keep yelling, then I will leave the room. Notice how I didn't say you should stop yelling. That's me telling someone else what to do with their system. That's not a boundary. Okay. A boundary is always what I will do if someone continues to do something. Now there's so many more nuances to this. There's so many ways to practice this in additional situations, but I just wanted to get, and we can go into that another time. And especially if you're, if you're someone who you're like, okay, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down just, but like I have this very unique situation. I'm not sure how to test drive this in my situation. Reach out um, and we can do, if, if you are someone who's looking for one-to-one help, that is my specialty. So one-to-one help is my jam. Um, reach out and we can see about working together um, in my six-week empowered empath experience. Okay. Um, but just as, as a just for right now as a base just take this template um so that you you have a template just to like practice your your brain sort of melding around now here's the other thing about boundaries is it's kind of like you know how when you meet okay let's say you meet somebody out in your life let's say you're walking down the street and there's like somebody that you know and you're like oh fuck i don't want to see this person it's like pause right there why don't you want to see that person? Why does your whole body want to scream and run the other way or avoid the situation or just pretend like you didn't see them? This has happened to me so many times in the grocery store, out and about. And then I really, when I really started getting curious, like, wait a second, Jess, um, why is this a problem? And all, all, when I, all I realized for myself and then also with helping other people through this very nuanced yet yet not so at the same time experience of having boundaries is is i was just afraid to to show up as my um i'm going to call it not perfect self you know maybe i was i was feeling really internal in my cave space i i'm i'm um i love i love people i love humanity as a whole i love talking to people and i'm a hella introvert so people confuse me for an extrovert a lot just because i like to talk a lot i talk my face off all the time <laughs> but that doesn't mean i'm an extrovert right um i really revive my energy by myself which is another reason why it's been such a challenging experience having kids and raising children because I, I really value my alone time. And the older I get, the more alone time I crave. Um, so when I'm walking down the street and I see somebody and it's like, oh, you, you're in your alone time. All, all you're scared of is just saying, hey, just saying, hey, if you meet them and just like either allowing, wait, I was talking to first person for me, just saying, hey, when I meet them and either just allowing my energy to be exactly what it is and not trying to up the ante and like pretend to be something I'm not, or if I'm really not feeling like talking and just saying to them like, hey, it's good to see you. I'm feeling like really not, like I'm in my cave space right now. I'm gonna just need to talk to you later and just walking by. Isn't it funny 
that like it took me really getting curious about myself and my energy and my fears, like just genuinely curious, not putting myself down to discover, oh, Jess, you just have an old socialized program in here that got passed down probably from generations that says, oh, when you see someone you know, you must smile and say hi and ask them how they're doing and you must be cheerful and happy and always putting on a smile. And it's like, that's actually not the reality of my life. I'm not smiling half of the time. And guess what? That's okay. So this goes back to boundaries because if you're just like walking down the street and you see someone like that, right? That person isn't bad. Our brain will try to make the other person out to be bad. Like, oh no, we turn turn left down second street because you don't want to get get caught, quote, get caught in a conversation for 10 minutes to this person because they, they are going to talk on and on about blah, 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 blah. Guess what? That's your brain trying to save you. And guess what? It's not the other person's fault. The other person, we, here's the thing. We thank the other person in that moment. We do. We thank them. You know why? The other person is simply holding up a mirror of an energy leak that you have. It is your energy leak. It actually has nothing to do with them. So let's think about this like with a, like as a house, for example, like you are your own structure and a structure of a house isn't made out of only one material, right? It's got the pipes and it's got the wood and it's got the plaster and it's got the roofing. And then of course on the inside, there's all the furniture and everything. Same thing for our systems. We've got our physical system. We've got our emotional system, our mental system, our energetic system, our, our intuitive system. I mean, we, there's so many names you could probably come up with like five names for the intuitive system, right? Like there's so many ways that we can describe what our system is made out of. Like you might even describe your system as being made out of different material than some of mine is. And that's great. Now, here's the thing. I was talking and my dog walked in and I just totally got distracted. Um, I was talking about, oh, a house. So the structure that you have, here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast, you are probably someone who is very perceptive. You're probably energetically sensitive. You probably have a big fucking heart. You probably love people. And here's the thing. These are all gifts of yours that you already know are your gifts. And in fact, you want to continue to not only use these gifts in your life, but expand them, become more perceptive, become even bigger hearted and have even more positive effect on not just your life and the people in your immediate um, experience, but also on other people that you meet out there in the world and that you touch. Now, here's the thing. In order to do that, in order to expand, you have to get the stability of your structure down to support the expansion level that you are already at. So I see empaths as people who are so perceptive, so energetically perceptive. Um, they're a little bit like there's, there's no hierarchy in the game of infinity, right? But for, you know, linear time thinking sake, an empath, in my opinion, 
is like five steps ahead because they are a little bit more in touch and in tune with their subtle energetic field. Now, an empowered empath is someone who doesn't shut out what they sense and doesn't blame someone else for bringing their quote baggage into their space. An empowered empath is someone who's got their system on lock. They know, they listen to their energy. When their energy is saying, hey, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. I'm not going to make it about them. I'm going to make it about me because I have got my own back. I have my own boundaries. I partner with myself first. Okay. An empowered empath is one who can show up fully in his or her own gifts because they have they've, they have partnered with their system with, with themselves. So their house, their system is like their house. Our, my system is my house, my house. I'm always practicing creating more structure in the walls and the roof of my house. Maybe I'm updating some windows, you know, part of the structure. So I really wanted to use this analogy. I don't want to get too lost in it though, which is basically like, let's say your house, let's say my house, let's say my house has leaks in it and now it's raining. Okay. The rain is showing me where the leaks are. And I'm like, sweet rain. Thank you so much for showing me where the leak is. Now I'm going to, let's say I don't have a carpenter around, which is, which is very funny because my husband is a carpenter, but let's just say there's no carpenter around. Now I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to learn how to do this. Okay. I know there's books on this. I'm going to read about it. Okay. Now I'm going to get a hammer. Now I'm going to practice hammering the shingle on the roof. And this is going to feel kind of weird because I've never swung a hammer before, but I'm going to let it feel weird. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to let it feel weird. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to let it feel weird over and over and over again. And then suddenly I have a new skill. And this new skill is just like when you look at springtime at a tree. Um, We have an evergreen tree in our backyard. And what's really cool is when they is it the evergreen? Now I'm blanking on it. But anyway, we have a tree in our backyard that every spring it sprouts this new growth and the tips of all of the whole tree become this bright neon green. And the whole tree itself is this really, really dark green. So this bright neon green is, is sprouting out all over the place. And it always reminds me of how important it is to appreciate feeling weird when you're doing a new thing. Maybe for you, it's not weird. Maybe it's awkward. Maybe it's off balance. Maybe it's a little insecure. This is the natural process of growth. Okay. So that's something I want to say about boundaries is like, maybe your therapist has told you, okay, this is how you say a boundary. And then you got so nauseous because you thought there's no way I could ever say that to my friend or my parent or my sister or my brother or whatever. Right. And then, so then you didn't do it. Okay. Don't do that. I did that for so fucking long. I I compared myself to the books and the articles and other people who had such amazing boundaries. And I thought, oh my God, I could never be at that level. So I'm just not going to (laughs) try. It's like, it's so freeing to say it out loud because in the moment I didn't remember thinking it that way. So I encourage you to just pause in that moment and give yourself some encouragement and say, look, I don't have to be fucking perfect at this. In fact, I'm not going to be perfect at this. I'm going to expect not to be perfect at this, but I'm going to try because I love my system and I love my gifts. And the only way to support my gifts is to support my system. 
And the way to support my system is boundaries. Boundaries help us show up truly more authentically as ourselves, more fully as ourselves. God, there's so much I want to say. I'm I'm on I'm on like a a love story right now with boundaries. I was just talking about it yesterday to someone and um yeah, it's 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 one that's taken me a while. And I also want to say something too, which is, you know, I'm going to be 40 in this upcoming month. And boundaries was not something that my parents ever taught us. Like it, they didn't ever talk about it around the table, right? Um, they, they didn't model it in the same way that I see it being modeled now. Now that's not bad on them, right? That was just, that was just the temperature of the culture. And, and so I, I didn't get that download and I really had to like find it and find it my own way. And so now I'm talking to my children about it and, um, you know, even, it even took me years into having children to realize, oh my God, I need, I want to, and I need to teach you this. So here's the thing. If you weren't taught that it's, it's no one's, it's not your fault, but if you want to have a stable structure and you want to live the best version of your specific unique life that you can, it is your responsibility. Okay. And here's the thing. Don't try to make it perfect. Just practice. Practice makes progress. Okay. So here, what else did I want to tell you? Um, There's so much I want to say. Um, Okay. We did the definition. We did that. Um, I was telling you about the template. Yeah, I really want you to use that template as an inspiration not as like a standard that like, if you don't meet this standard, then you just shouldn't try it. Yeah. We already talked about that. Like that, I I think that's kind of actually out of this entire podcast episode. If you just take that one thing away, I, I know that you will become, no, I know that you are already successful and will become even more successful at this. If you just take that one piece away, use the template as inspiration. And if my template doesn't inspire you, what I want you to do is I'm going to give you, okay, let's do this. Let's do this fun example for a second, right? Wherever you are, I guess if you're driving, you can't do this example, but like if you're sitting somewhere, let's do this example. Ready? Look, I'm going to do it with you. Look around your room and find three things that are blue. Okay. I found my three things kind of fast. Okay. Now look around the room and find three things that are red. Okay. One more. Look around and find three things that are yellow. Okay. Do you see how easy that was? When you give your brain a job, your brain goes to work finding it for you. That's what the brain is for. That's why it's such an amazing mechanism and tool. So if you don't give your brain a job, it will continue to spit things out on autopilot for you based on the way that you have programmed it in the past or based on programs that were given to you by your culture or your family. Okay. So instead of repeating those patterns from the past, I'm going to give your brain a job. Once you leave this podcast, look for three examples today of ways that other people um, practice their unique boundaries not even boundaries that you like, just, just notice somebody enacting a boundary. And what I want you to do is just try it on your energetic system and see if it feels good. 
or if it doesn't feel good. And then just notice like, okay, is that an ingredient that I want in my recipe of boundaries, my personal recipe? Is it yes or no? That's it. That's it. Just give your brain the job. You are creating and constructing your own walls of your own house, of your own structure. And your house is going to look different than my house. But guess what? Your house is going to have walls just like mine. Maybe yours, my, my house, my actual physical house is stucco. My house is stucco. Maybe yours has siding. Maybe yours is concrete. Maybe it's made of all glass, right? You get to create it however. And here's the thing. Follow what feels exciting and fun to practice. That If there's one thing I can promise you, and I, I don't like promising things. I always, like my husband and I always look at each other and roll our eyes when on the movie, the like guy says to the girl, I promise I'll come back to you after war. And we're like, oh my God, like why? Why? This is the stupidest thing ever. Don't promise something you don't know. But I do promise you this. If it feels exciting and fun to you, you will develop more of it. That I can promise. So let's see. Um, that's the, that's mainly what I wanted to say about this. Um, a couple things. Oh, shoot. Here, I'll leave you with one more thing just to kind of play around with this. Um, give yourself permission. Let me take a sip of water first. Um, give yourself permission to use qualifiers. Um, this was such, I just, I loved, like, one of my dearest friends gave, like, we were talking about this one time, and she just said this so casually. She's someone who has, like, the best boundaries. Um, like I just love her boundaries. I learn, I learn from her boundaries all of the time. Oh, before I say, before I say this, what I want to also offer is that this is going to be a never ending practice for you. Like you're going to get, you're going to, you're going to practice, you're going to get yourself to a new baseline. And that baseline of your new boundaries is going to feel amazing. It's going to feel weird at first, and then it's going to feel amazing. And maybe you're not even going to be able to shut up about it like me. <laughs> and you're going to talk to your kids about it. And uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to notice all the old movies from the 80s. Nobody had boundaries. And everybody in the, on those actors, they all, um, it, it was so normalized to not have boundaries that nobody even questioned it in the movie. That was just a problem that everybody had. Nobody thought to say, hey, I'll just say a boundary right? It was, it was just so ingrained in our culture. So you're going to get, you're going to create your new baseline boundary. You're going to be so excited about it. And then guess what? Your energy is going to level up and expand even more. Your abilities, your perception, it's going to expand. And when it expands, it's going to need another level of boundaries. And guess what? You're already going to have become the carpenter of your own life. You'll already have the hammer and the nails in your back pocket. And you'll be like, oh, I know how to do this. I know this feels a little bit weird. I'm just going to add, add a deck right here, right? Just think of yourself as you're expanding. You're, you're, ex you're, you're renovating your house. You're, you're, you're doing remodeling and construction as you develop new tastes and you explore new possibilities. So one going back to what my friend was saying, like something that she told me, I just loved how she just owned it and just said it so out loud. She's like, you know, when I'm having a hard time telling somebody like, like something that I like really need to say, I just like 
call it out and say, like, I know this might sound weird, but blah, 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 blah. She, it's called using a qualifier. Now, you, you'll probably get to the point where you'll, you no longer will use that. But in the very beginning, um, I love qualifiers as training wheels. They're totally the training wheels of boundaries. And they just, it just really helps us get from the spot of practicing boundaries within our own energetic system, within our own house and with people that we trust to then practicing boundaries with people that maybe, maybe they're a new friend. Maybe, maybe it's a, it's a client of yours and it's like a little, like there's some newness there. Maybe it's, it's, it's your adult kid. Maybe it's, um, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, maybe it's another human. (laughs) Using a qualifier gets you to the audible space of speaking your truth. And it just, it's almost like the, all the, the fear, those, those fear thoughts that are running in the background of your mind saying, oh my God, they're going to think this about you. It's almost like calling them out and saying, okay, cool. You're going to not, you need to be here right now, apparently. So I'm just going to bring you forefront to the table. And you just say, hey, you might be thinking this, but I still need to do this. You might be thinking I'm weird to, to, to say this, but I don't feel like going to the movies anymore today. I, I don't know why, but my energy is just telling me to, I, I really want to stay home. I'm so sorry. I know you really wanted to go to the movies together today, but I'm just not feeling it. Do you, do you, see, do you see how it's, not, it's nothing about them and you're using a qualifier and you're owning what you need to give yourself and your system? So there's a million ways to play with this. And of course, you don't need to use a qualifier if you don't need to. But that was such a wonderful, liberating thing for my friend to share with me is how she uses qualifiers when she's in the beginning of that new stage boundary growth. Okay, I think that's where I'm going to leave it today. Um, I really wanted to talk about energetic vampires, but I think maybe we could do a whole episode on that. So um, we'll do that one another time. if you want a free 30-minute um, perspective shift coaching session, right now, as of uh, November 2023, I am offering these as a thank you gift to those of you who rate and review this podcast. Share it with your friends, rate and review, share it with your fellow recovering people pleasers who could use some um who you guys talk about all this stuff with, and maybe you guys can practice this together. And both of you can rate and review this podcast, and both of you can sign up for a perspective shift quickie, which is just 30 minutes of you come in, we would do a deep dive coaching quickie, and then you get to leave and go out and practice your new perspective shift. So that's my thank you to everyone who rates and reviews this podcast. Um, Also, there's two ways to work with me. Um, I um, do timeline jumping. So if you want to sign up for a timeline jumping session where, um, the, the best way I describe a timeline, I can describe a timeline jumping session is like a sober psychedelic trip. Um, you come in one frequency, right? We really look at it and feel it. It's a very somatic experience. It's not very heady at all. We dissolve that. 
and then we meet and download the the new frequency which is closer to the next version of you that you are becoming do you see why it's very psychedelic <laughs> it's really hard to describe but it's a very meditative like hypnosis